0: We'd like to welcome you back to Part 3 of our current event in Weekly Bible Study for November 11th, 2019. And the next report, which I probably should have tried to, to squeeze this in on the last uh, uh, report, because this relates heavily to the first, uh, the, the the audio that, that we just heard on Deborah Tavares. It's entitled, Islamic State Tells Muslims to Set Forest Fires in the U.S. and in Europe. So this is a whole other <laughs> this is a whole other aspect that I didn't even cover, that you can add to the list of what's actually causing the fires. Now, they would never blame the Muslims for doing this in America or any anywhere else because they're given total essential autonomy to do whatever they want to do unless it's something totally flagrant where they can't cover it up. So, this is from the Washington Free Beacon. A media outlet affiliated with ISIS has been instructing the group's radical adherents to set forest fires in the United States and Europe to cause mass ecological disasters according to posts on the internet forum dedicated to the terror group. At least four propaganda posters have appeared on pro-ISIS media outlets that have urged followers to, quote, ignite fires as part of an ongoing jihad against America and its allies. The first poster in the series was published in April of 2019, according to the Middle East Media Research Institute, which tracks the radical forum. The text reads, O monotheists, meaning followers of ISIS, even though isis is islam and islam is the worship of the moon god which is a pagan deity they call themselves monotheists and they call christians um those that worship multiple gods because we believe in the the father the son and the holy spirit okay they 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 count that as some type of polytheism with christianity this is how sick and warped they are in their in the way they look at things it's fine for them to worship a fallen angel called allah which was the moon god dating back to antiquity it's fine for them to do that they're monotheists they only worship one fallen angel okay so i just wanted to throw that in um oh monotheists <clears throat> followers of isis ignite fires in the force in the fields and we are addressing especially those who live in europe and america for they are painful to them the fourth poster released on monday includes similar texts ignite fires in the force of america france britain germany for they are painful for them. Uh, and here's one of the... I po- I posted it in the PDF so you could see it for yourself. And granted, it's in Arabic. or I b- believe that's the language it's in. But uh, that's the... Uh, they're releasing these. And, you know, it, can you imagine if Christians did this? Where they were saying, go into Iran and, you know... I mean, you can't really start forest fires there. But, you know, kill as many people and create as much havoc as possible. This is painful to the... Islam you know that would be front page news for like you know the next 10 years but it's fine for them to do it because you know they get a pass because they serve satan and you know that's rewarded if you're evil then you're rewarded in the day and time we live in next report eco genocide 11,000 scientists sign order demanding globalists eliminate billions of humans from planet earth so This is from Mike Adams. For the last five years, we've been warning that scientists are using the climate change hoax to pursue a planetary depopulation agenda that aims to eliminate billions of humans from planet Earth. And, you know, listening to the whole hour, well, hour and 20 minutes or hour and 15 minutes that the second part, the one we just played on Deborah Tavares, you know, that's the guiding backbone of their justification to do all of these things, like incinerate people in their homes with the plasma, generated subterranean weapons and the dues weapons and to start the forest fires and have fema and the sheriffs you know go in and and act like nazi jackboot thugs and all of the other wicked things they're doing it's all under the guise of climate change okay and you know before for the longest time it was global warming well now that's not working out when we've got record low temperatures and we're going into a grand solar minimum so now they're just blaming it all on climate change and i listed you know over 10 different reasons on ways they're causing the fires but yet they blame it on climate change because they're hypocritical satanic devils straight from the pits of hell and they want to see everybody dead that's their that's their religion that's the way that satan wants them to roll that's what he expects of them so going further it says um this assertion has been Predictively mocked by the CIA run fake news media as a conspiracy theory, meaning the theory that um, they're pursuing a depopulation agenda to eliminate billions of humans. They'll like, act, oh, that's not happening, when that's the exact thing that's happening. Today, the media is once again eating crow as a new science paper, reportedly signed by 11,000 scientists, demands the world governments take action to eliminate billions of humans from our planet. Democide is the term describing mass genocide carried out by governments. By the way, in the last century or so, governments of the world have already mass murdered 262 million people. Apparently, that's not enough, though, according to genocidal climate scientists. Now, this paper that we're referencing here is published in Bioscience. It's, in its entitled World Scientists Warning of a Climate Emergency. And here's the link to it. It's all official-like. And from that, we read authored by William J. Ripple um, and Christopher Wolf and other colleagues. The paper declares that the planet Earth is facing a climate emergency, which must be addressed by making sure the human population must plummet. And this is what all the kiddies are being brainwashed in in the public school indoctrination systems, which is what Deborah Tavares talked about at the end of that video. So now you've got, you know, thousands of children turning up to cheer on Greta Thunberg, greedy Greta because she wants it all uh wherever she's speaking she was just here in the charlotte area not i think the other day a few days ago and all of the brainwashed brainwashed you know elementary middle school high school college students are showing up or a lot of them are showing up to cheer her on and you know to say that we've got to have whatever we've got to give up we're going to give it up and because we're going to be dead in 10 years if we don't because ocasio cortez the bar the the bartender that did wet t-shirt contests says so the one that that won the uh won the audition to actually be a congresswoman woman in new york city yeah that one the one that won that audition as an actress yeah because she was reading a script and because greta greta thunberg the the um, um autistic brain damaged girl from and i'm not coming against autistic but i'm saying she's brain damaged okay she's totally brainwashed by her parents, the uh, eco-terrorists that her parents are, and has been groomed for this exact part, well, you know, that because Greta Thunberg and Ocasio-Cortez says that we're going to be gone in 10 years, well, therefore, it must be true. So it's like taking perpetual morality lessons from Satan, essentially, is what we're, we're doing here. Because everyone, most of the people in the world have checked their brains at the door, and, and I'm not talking about my listeners, I'm just saying people in general that believe this stuff, And again, I you know, listen, if they've been brainwashed in the public school indoctrination centers and that's all they've ever known, well I I understand that, okay. I get it. You know, I'm not necessarily coming down on them because it's all they have ever known, but it's just it's maddening. It's maddening that this has been debunked and disproven so many different ways. I've got a gigantic file on climate change alone. It only has a fraction of the of the research that I have documented in the past, and it doesn't matter because the satanic mainstream media and the public school indoctrination centers have brainwashed the masses, and unfortunately, that's the common prevailing theme with a lot of people. They want they're they're ready to give it all up, just in just so we can save our own hide. And the thing is, is it's so ironic because the wicked evil government which is the one that's going to take away all of our rights are the ones that are that are causing all of the so-called climate events they they have now i'm not saying god can't create an earthquake or do these types of things but they have the technology to create all of that and so which we've documented over and over humans are bad the paper argues because they eat meat and engage in transportation Seriously, this is part of their argument. Now we finally have a clear unequivocal admission from the scientific community that mass genocide against human beings is indeed their their final solution. All the science is faked, and even the charts are fake. but mainstream journalists don't care. The science paper published in Bioscience is, of course, entirely based on wildly false quack science. Conclusions such as claiming greenhouse gas emissions are still rapidly rising, which increasingly damage the effects of Earth's climate. In truth, carbon dioxide is actually re-greening the Earth. Just did a study on that earlier, where they've done satellite imagery, and the Earth is actually regreening because of increased CO2. Because that's what the plants plants breathe in. So, if the CO2 is higher, the plants are going to actually doing they do better. So the Earth is greening. Um, this is even according to NASA. The NASA it was from NASA's research. Uh, NASA's paper based on a comprehensive satellite imagery. Rising CO2 levels, in other words, are healing planet Earth, not damaging it. Yet somehow the simple chemistry of carbon dioxide, and I get I think that's another reason I want to do away with all the combustible engines we talked about in the last part with Deborah Tavares. Well yeah, they wanna they want to switch us over to electric. True, they can totally control us that way and we'll have to be plugged into the matrix, the grid. Because it, like I said, natural gas, gasoline, diesel afford a person a certain level of freedom and autonomy as, as long as you have access to it they i mean if you have put it this way if you have a a, a uh, like a gigantic gas reservoir buried in the ground and you have a way of powering your vehicle there's no way the government can track that really you know as long as it's hidden type of thing There's no way really around that, though, with electric, I guess, unless you're, like, off the grid with your own solar panels. But even then, you're not going to probably create enough to do a gigantic amount of difference. They don't want that. But also, the thing that the gasoline engines are producing is a lot of CO2. They want to eliminate that. They want to eliminate the re-greening of the Earth. They want a dead planet. They're trying to kill the planet off every way they can. Look at Fukushima. Fukushima. Where they're And look at how they're not maintaining the nuclear power plants. I just got into that in a recent study. And they're purposely letting them leak. And they're purposely letting them break down. And they're purposely creating things like these tsunamis that slam into Fukushima and, you know, release all this radiation into the ocean. And then they cry, oh, well, we, we didn't know it was coming. Yeah, they probably did it on purpose by design. And that's just one of the ecological uh, catastrophes they're creating. Chemtrails are an ecological catastrophe, and they're doing that on purpose every day on a daily basis. And all the other things they're doing. So it's just everything I report on, there's usually a level of hypocrisy that's hard to comprehend. Meaning, big brothers over here saying, We're I Satan, I'm gonna, I'm Satan, I'm gonna give you a morality lesson. How dare you grieve Mother God! And when in reality they're doing everything they can do on their end to destroy the earth, but just blame it, scapegoat it on society at large and this is a big thing i'm trying to do with this ministry is just wake people up um yet somehow the simple chemistry of carbon dioxide and photosynthesis now escapes eleven thousand scientists who have declared that co2 is the single most important nutrient for plant which is the, which is the single most important nutrient for plant life on our planet is somehow now a pollutant or a poison Um, let's play this video here it's entitled food system collapsing actively rapidly uh, urgent warning and this was alluded to in Deborah Tavares as well that the video that we just played, a lot of this is tied together and I'm gonna go ahead and roll this this is from the ice age farmer
1: ladies and gentlemen with the numerous crop failures the record colds the record snows it could be easy to lose the forest from the trees from these data points And perhaps we've done that from time to time but today I want to make a very uh, deliberate effort to step back and make an honest assessment of the fact that the global food system is actively and rapidly collapsing the damage that's being wrought right now is increasingly of a permanent nature for instance Australia in the drought is having to cull their herds
0: including the breeding now he's showing the news reports this is from abc news in the background saying breeding cows sent to slaughter as drought forces cattle properties to run dry and they're creating the drought remember they can create rain in a heartbeat so they're creating the drought on purpose by design not only to, to create environments that are conducive to forest fires these forest fires are going on all over the planet they're going on in australia and in new zealand and in china and i mean like mike morales covers a lot of that i just wish and Mike Morales puts out some great info, but he goes all over the board constantly, and I don't understand why he's presenting info that way. I wish he would just stick with one subject, cover that thoroughly, and then maybe move on to the next. He's covering, like, trying to cover everything at the same time. I don't know if he thinks that's going to help him with listeners or whatever, maybe thinking people have short attention spans. I, I don't know, but it's it's so hard to get anything from his reports because there's so much other stuff commingled within it that doesn't maybe relate. So, but he he's probably the best as far as documenting all this. He puts out a video about once a day. It's always a big one. It's always like over an hour typically where he gets into a lot of this stuff. Logic Before Authority is covering um the plasma fires going on in California. Um you know, he puts out probably a video a day as well. But and anyway, let's go back to this.
1: They are literally sacrificing generations of excellent genetics it's, it's lost now because they can't keep their cows alive we've heard 25 percent of the pigs in the world yeah one in four could be lost due to african swine fever losses are approaching that rapidly.
0: all by design and new studies put it that very likely that it's going to hit the u.s we're seeing which gives them the justification to bring in these Franken food, bio meats that are grown in petri dishes in labs, and then saying, "Well, you know, we can't, we can't have meat anymore, guys. Sorry, uh, all the all the cows are dead, all the pigs are dead, all the all the fowl, all the chickens are dead. So, well, listen, we can give you some faux meat. We can give you some some satanic Franken faux meat. Faux meaning fake. Um, that's about all we can really offer. Here's some crickets." Which they're really trying to ramp up insect um, production. I've seen mainstream reports on that where they're really ramping that up, where you know they'll have fun stuff like crickets and roaches and, and fun animals like that that we can eat as like trail mix and things of this nature. Um, this is where they're moving us to, and this is why I've, you know mentioned a lot of times about having storable foods. You know, you might be something if you if you don't have anything in that regard, if you can do that um waters first but storable foods would be you know as far as um life sustaining type of thing uh, because i don't know how much longer those types of things are going to be available and they're probably going to start skyrocketing in price as last year's food reserves start to run out because this year was so horrible and it was such a devastation with the crops And so I don't know, I mean, you know, the prices in the stores are outrageous anyway, but I can't see them doing anything but probably go up. Possible shortages of sweet corn and dry beans after early
1: winter weather arrived in Idaho, where apparently 95% of those dry bean seeds are grown. You can't undo this. You can't just recover from these kinds of losses.
0: These are all mainstream reports too, that he's showing these in the background. They're all mainstream reports that are openly admitting to this.
1: What we wanna talk about today. Moreover, and at a more human level, the farms and the farmers that are losing their livelihood. Bankruptcies rising in the US again this year. And in Europe, the new agricultural commissioner actually outright making the claim. We're losing a 1,000 farms per day, and we have for years now. And in his own words, this is a problem clearly for the farmers, but also for all society. It is a problem of food security, of our food supply. These are his words. The
0: Agricultural Commissioner of the EU. So the- you see what they're doing. They're, they're, they're doing all these things to the environment and to the farmers they're flooding them out, they're burning them out, they're, they're increasing costs, they're doing all of these things to make the farmers declare bankruptcy. And then, at the same time, then that gives them the excuse to bring in all of their GMO frankenfood uh, as, as the alternative, because there's got to be some type of alternative.
1: We need to talk about this. I'm Christian, and this is the Ice Age Farmer Channel. And while I try not to take myself too seriously, I am completely serious about all of what we're talking about today. It's a breathtaking situation. The global warming alarmists have told us that the planet is warming, and yet we're seeing cold temperatures off the charts across the northern hemisphere. You look at the headlines for Halloween. I started to tally these up, but I'm glad I stopped, because it turns out 1,200 different places recorded in the U.S., their coldest ever October. This is not a warming planet, folks. And indeed, 7,000 all-time cold records were set. You can see where this is happening and why I say the growing zones are shifting.
0: What's been possible to grow? What mainstream media is reporting right now is this coming week, a potential for 250 um, millions-facing record cold temperatures, plunging temps, over 250 possible records in this next coming week. So that's what we're we're facing just in this week alone. Is no longer. We've been told snow will
1: be a thing of the past. And yet suddenly here it is, earlier and more prolific than ever. We've been told we're not gonna get rain because Earth is overheating and who knows what they're saying. And yet then we had our wettest year ever last year, and twenty nineteen, obviously incredibly wet as well, flooding throughout the midwest, precluding planting, resulting in the worst planting season ever. And then again now in fall, extremely wet conditions across much of the country have made the harvest season
0: impossible. I mean, I'm looking at my forecast for my area. We had we've had multiple upper 20 degree nights here. And I'm in the foothills of North Carolina. Normally, you only start to see that by December. And normally, even then, it's like mid-December on. I've never seen it this early. We've had, in other words, we've had 20 degree temperatures in the first week of November. And I've been up here about 10 years. And I've never seen that. Tuesday night, it's scheduled to be 20 degrees. I've, I mean, that would be a really low temperature, even for the dead of winter here where I'm at. I mean, that would be like, oh, wow, it's going to be chilly. The most that, that I've ever seen here is I think it got down to like maybe seven or eight degrees, maybe a couple times here. It's never gotten negative. I don't know what the what the but again, if this grand solar minimum, like they say we're moving into, which is another reason that the crop yields would be much lower. Not to mention they're trying to do everything they can the government's trying to do everything it can do to make sure. I just I don't see food not being a gigantic issue. And I know a lot of people you gotta learn how to grow your own. Yeah, but if if you're growing your own food. And you're relying on that and you don't have storable, what happens if you can't grow your own food? What if they what if they make it where I mean you're targeted if you grow your own food? What if that, you know, if if like there's no food and looters see you growing your own food, you think you're gonna be left alone that time. And I, I know God can't can protect you. I'm just saying, I feel the the most sound thing to do would be to have storable foods. Um like either freeze-dried or dehydrated that had a long shelf life. Because freeze-dried or dehydrated are much easier to move if you have to move them as well yes they're not as easy to prepare as having something in a can and you just dump it and heat it but yeah there's a little more to it you have to have water okay that would be a factor with dehydrated and freeze-dried but if you had to move them they're much lighter to move (laughs) so that might be a factor if you had to bug out now i'm not i know i'm saying a lot of different scenarios um I'm just trying to kind of give you a little bit of big picture there, some things to think about. Um, and I would try to, if you're going to buy this type of food, and I hate to say this, but man, there's, a, there's so much garbage out there. You know, read the ingredient labels. And, I, you know, if they don't post the ingredient lists on there, it's typically because they're trying to hide a whole lot. There's so many bad ingredients they will use a lot of times in these long-term food i know Numana is a good one i believe they're they're a good one they even have an organic line um there are ones out there you just kind of have to do your your research you know the or- organic ones are just super super insanely expensive um obviously if you could afford that that would be where i mean i can't advise you going against that but um try to try to at least get non-gmo and try to get the ones that are you know i, I was just looking at this ones today and like they were showing the eggs. If you try to get powdered eggs, one of the it's almost impossible to find long-term, storable, um, like the cans, the powdered uh, eggs. It's almost impossible to find it without sodium silico-aluminate, which is aluminum. They put that in the eggs as an anti-caking agent, just like they put it in non-dairy creamer, uh, the, the powdered kind. And you have to really go out of your way to try to avoid... A lot of the bad ingredients. Now, I've put out oh, over the years. I have put out a lot of links to, to like companies and stuff that I, that I thought were were good in in that regard. But even then, you have to check and read and read the labels. And new mana, it's n u uh, m a n n a dot com. That's one. Um, just do do some research, you know, uh, and read labels labels. if you're going to put your hard money into something try to try to get some and while you can i just don't know you know how much more time we're going to even have because let's let's say we do have a collapse well you're going to have shipping shut down you're going to have these places bought out literally overnight and again do as the lord leads you i'm not trying to put you in a uh, spirit of panic but you know i also want to give you a heads up about these types of things for a lot of folks.
1: Rain and early snows delay the harvest in the latest blow to farmers. From North Dakota, quote, it's bad. I'm not going to lie. We've just been inundated with too much water from one farmer, but also from officials. Quote, the unusual and relentless wet weather pattern has created an overwhelming situation for North Dakota farmers and ranchers. It's one of the toughest seasons on record why they declared a disaster in most, by far, of the counties in North Dakota. And it's not just North Dakota. In Michigan as well, the fields, quote, are wet, tractors are getting stuck, and the harvest is behind schedule. We can't even get into some of these fields. And that would mean that their crops may sit there over the winter. Yes. Worse yet, given all this wetness, there's an immense need to dry the crops that are making it out. And that's not helped by the fact that there's a propane shortage, which is precluding farmers from drying off their crops, which means they will rot. After these, I mean, it's. I'm almost at a, at a lack of words for those folks who have struggled through a terrible planting season, who eked out a crop, just did everything they could to work those combines and get those crops out of the ground, and now find themselves helpless, as there's no propane to dry them, Why is that? Well, because, quote, below average temperatures have boosted other uses of propane, residential, livestock. We were shut off demand. Uh, We were shut off from propane last week, and we've got corn to dry. Farmers are getting as little as 30% of what they need, so they literally cannot dry their crops. We also see over here, this year's wet harvest has many across the Midwest burning propane faster than the trucks can even deliver. Our infrastructure cannot tolerate these rapid changes, this global cooling, this grand solar minimum,
0: just as. So we, we have that, which, you know, a lot of this relates, there, there's a lot of cross connection with these reports, uh, which is giving you that confirmation that, you know, what we're presenting to you is is what's going on here. It's the truth. The next report, 5G, 6G update, SpaceX has applied for 30,000 more satellites to shoot up into space. The emergency in the sky just became even more terrifying. On October 7, 2019, the International Telecommunication Union posted a new applications by SpaceX for more than 30,000 satellites. In addition to the 12,000 that have already been approved for a total plan of 40. 2,000 5G satellites in low and very low orbit in the Earth's ionosphere. So I think I had reported on 20,000. That's on the prayer list. Well, no, they just got approved now for a total of 42. So that's 22,000 more than I had even reported. But of course, this is just, you know, I need to update that. But SpaceX has announced a speeded up schedule of launches. <clears throat> It plans to launch as many as 240 more satellites by the end of 2019, and as many as 1,440 satellites during 2020, which is 120 satellites per month. I, I think this is again this is why I have this on your on the prayer request list to pray against this wickedness, because this is ultimately the backbone of the coming George Orwellian control kill grid. Is the, is the 5G satellite um, grid that they're putting overhead. Beginning in 2021, SpaceX, SpaceX expects to be able to launch 400 satellites at a time. How is that possible? Or 4,800 satellites per year on its heavy super rocket. It's super heavy rocket. Now under development. I guess that's the name of it, super heavy. Because it's really super heavy, I guess. I don't know. SpaceX now states that it intends to begin providing 5G from space to most of the world's population. Sometime in the second half of 2020. So. This is next year. Intends to begin providing 5G from space. To most of the world's population. By sometime in the second half of next year. That means we're going to be bathed. With 5G. Starting sometime in the second half of next year. The most of the world. Um you know there's the only remedy i could i could say from a spiritual standpoint is to pray pray the lord would block the uh the radiation coming into your house or at least hitting your family i mean why can't you pray that way um beyond that because you know it's coming in through the roof um i think if you had a metal roof that would probably cut down on exposure i would imagine I, I can't be dogmatic but i would imagine that would help um, beyond that sleeping under a canopy one of those silver shield that has the silver all um, mesh canopies that would be a way i would think you could block it but if you're on the second store you have to have the layer that goes underneath and just key in emf protection emf uh, bed canopy now it's not going to protect you for the rest of the day unless you're doing all your work under you know the canopy but um you know it is something to think about they're expensive though i mean they're you know you get a queen size bed they're king size they're you know thousand and over there's not a lot of brains to choose from i think there's there's few companies that make them and the ones that do make them charge a premium because they can get away with it my opinion because you can't tell me it costs that much to make that fabric i just don't believe it but um it's not like they're using like 20 ounces or or of silver to make the 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 bed the the bed canopies The, the the actual material itself is very light so you know i just think they're getting greedy but um those are two remedies i can tell you there are garments as well they're shielding garments emf protection garments these are all things you can search for on the internet if you're so led um those are some spiritual and practical solutions i just gave you all right uh, i didn't realize that we were going to be if they have their way that we're going to be bathed in this by the you know second half of next year but then again god could intervene if there's enough people praying about it. i just don't think there's probably many christians that are devoted that know about this even pray about it that's why i put out the prayer list so the initial satellites will be distributed in 72 orbital planes inclined at 53 degrees to the equator this means that the service when service begins in 2020 um, from about a thousand satellites their signals and radiation will reach all populated places of the earth except alaska northern canada far northern europe most of russia and tierra del fuego when the 66 satellites of the Iridium Corporation began providing cell phone service on Wednesday, September 23rd, 1998. Okay. Now I believe that these satellites for were put up there for people that have the sat phones, the satellite phones. Okay, the really super expensive ones. Um That was in September 23rd, 1998. When that happened, people all over the planet reported headaches, dizziness, nausea, insomnia, nosebleeds, heart palpitations, asthma attacks, and ringing in the ears that began that morning. Well, that's because there was a certain sector of the population that was very, very sensitive to it. And they hadn't been exposed to that before. And now all of a sudden they are. It's like an on-off switch. And so then they had massive amounts of people of course probably a low percentage of people but still a lot of people that reported those things out of like seemingly nowhere because they probably didn't understand that's what was causing it one person i spoke with said it felt like a knife went through the back of their head early wednesday morning now remember this is back in 1998 another had stabbing pains in the chest thousands of homing pigeons lost their way the death rate in the united states rose by four to five percent immediately for the next two weeks now they didn't say beyond that well probably what happened to a certain extent is that we're fearfully and wonderfully made and a lot of people actually adapted just like i think a lot of people have adapted to all the vaccine damage that's been done to them and all of the electronics that we're being constantly bombarded with and the smart meters our bodies have had to constantly adapt to new stressors they're trying to throw everything but the kitchen sink to kill us off and at bare minimum to make a sick weak where we can't fight back. So, um, and again, I don't mean to be Johnny Raincloud, I'm just telling you what their agenda is. I know God's bigger, and um I'm trying to give you kind of give you both sides though. So it said, What that is what the six that is what sixty-six satellites did. What will forty-one thousand or even 1000 much more powerful satellites than the ones that were released in 1998 do the beams from each SpaceX satellite will be about 1000 times as powerful as the beams from each iridium satellite and again this is why that's on the prayer list because that's a big one that's a really that's a big one that's a George Orwellian kill grid type of thing we cannot afford to find out what they what they will do this needs massive protests all over the planet it must not happen please contact me if you want to help and again donald trump couldn't be more on board with this he said full steam ahead and 5g is not good enough he wants 6g 6g is going to even be worse okay so (laughs) you know he's just doing what his handlers are telling him to do playing the part of puppet in the game that he is in a 5g global protest day is being planned for saturday january 25th 2020 in days leading up to this global event beginning january 12th various activities are being planned in many nations to raise public awareness about 5g and attract media attention for example it has been proposed that the international appeal to stop 5g in earth and in space, which there's a link to this in the report that I'm giving you in the PDF for 11-11-19, that that should be read at the United Nations. But again, that's like trying to appeal to Satan. But uh, And it should also be read in public with the media present. It has been proposed by activists in Brussels that there should be an international 5G moratorium conference held in Brussels. Brussels should be the host of the conference because Brussels, since March 31st, 2019, has stood... Up for the people and for Earth that has refused 5G. I mean, think about it. Did did you did we elect to let us be bathed in this 5G signal? I mean, have we have we given the government approval to let them irradiate us with 5G? Have have we given the government approval to constantly chemtrail us every day and 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 to bathe us in all of this stuff with the smart meters and in the smartphones? And I mean, you know, no. But Satan says, "What you don't know won't hurt you, even though it will." So, I give the all the contact information for this the the gentleman putting this out, Arthur Furstenberg, administrator of the International Appeal to Stop 5G on Earth and in Space, and his website, and I, I give it here, and I even give you his phone number and his um his email address. Um the 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 website if you just want to go to that is www. the letter 5 5g space appeal .org not .com but .org so it's www. 5g space appeal.org and uh, I'm on his email list so I, I you can get on that and, and get his updates uh, that's <laughs> you know that's gigantically important and it's something I'm not making up they're doing this it's by design ongoing they're launching more of these satellites all the time and um that the gravity of this is just beyond comprehension okay i just added that to the prayer list i i upped the satellites to forty-two thousand and put a little mention in there that 2020 is really the and it's the year we're going into obviously um that it, this really gets cranked up in earnest that agenda and again by the next half of 2020 they're saying that most of the earth will be bathed in this, and then it's only going to get worse as they add more side lights uh, to this kill grid. So, um, the next report the normalization of pedophilia by liberals is happening right now, with one California university already teaching that to their students. So, again, I apologize for the negativity of the news cycle. Uh, I don't have any control over it, I don't have any control over the negativity. I, I wish I could report on pixie Stips, sticks and buttercups every week and, and all of these victories and things of this nature. Uh, but I also think that because of ministries like this and prayer going up, Satan's agenda over the years has been pushed back on multiple occasions. Because remember what I said before, they wanted the, the, the book, the George Orwell 1984 book to be reality in 1984. Now we haven't even got to that point yet. And, you know, here we are in 2019 going into 2020. So the satanic agenda has been pushed back a multitude of times over the decades. Because God is in control at the, at the end of the day. Now, um, this report, and it shows in, in the, the foreground, it shows a, a little boy with a guy standing behind him. And it says the normalization of evil. And there's a sticker on the little boy's chest that is from one of these, um, I think one of these, uh, I, it's I, I, they, they, It's a rainbow flag, but they've got their own flag. It's like the rainbow, but it's more subtle. The color, colors are more subtle. The uh, child molester flag. And it says, some people are child lovers. Get over it. No, I'll never get over it. And God's never going to get over it either. Uh, but see, this is, as we're seeing all this wickedness being done to us, like just what we've documented for the, you know, part two and, and up to now, as society lets this type of wickedness go on, and because there's not mass protests about this, because the church, for the most part, stays silent on these issues, it's like God's withdrawing his hand of protection it seems, and, and letting these agendas, these evil, wicked agendas advance. I'm not saying he, he doesn't preserve a remnant because God always does preserve a remnant. But it's, it's sobering to see this. I mean, I can't even believe the news cycle anymore. The social justice left has been trying to normalize pedophilia for some time. And now one university in California is already teaching it as a sexual orientation. And again, California. And you look at what's going on out there. I mean that's that that's I mean you look at what's going on in you know, Oregon, Washington, and California. I mean just so much evil and wickedness, and you look at just the things that are happening in those states and the potential for that to be totally wiped out with just the Cascadia subduction zone alone, with an earthquake, with volcanoes potentially, and, and you know, tsunamis. It's pretty sobering. Very quietly over the past few years, the social justice left has been working and lobbying to change the classification of pedophilia, which is child molestation, from a deviant mental sickness to a sexual orientation, a valid sexual orientation, meaning they're just born that way. And for those of you who think that this type of leap is impossible, remember this, that up until 1973, the American Psychiatric, Psychiatric Association classified homosexuality as a mental illness. So even the psychiatry industry, up until 73, said it was a mental illness. I don't classify it as a mental illness. I classify it as demon infestation, is, is what it is. But that was revised after intense lobbying and social pressure from the left. In 2018, the World Health Organization announced that they would no longer consider people who were transgender as a mental illness, and changed it to an orientation. So now you know in 73 they classified it as a mental illness i guess after that then it was reversed okay but now then fast forward to 2018 now the world health organization announced they would no longer consider people who were transgender as a mental illness but now in orientation so you see the the slippery slope and the progression and the justification of evil the same thing was going on in sodom and gomorrah guaranteed i mean the the sodomites had totally taken over the city to the point where if a good-looking guy walked in the city you know he was going to be gang raped if they could get their way because that's what they were trying to do to the angels and that's where we're moving toward in society that same type of dynamic because if you let the sodomites take over and you let all the depraved uh, child molesters and these types of things take over ultimately that's where society will go what happened to sodom and gomorrah and what did god have to do to sodom and gomorrah he had to destroy it and i'm not saying all of america is collectively going to be destroyed but i do think certain parts of it probably will undergo god's judgment because you know god's the same today yesterday and forever and there's it's like the bible says they're storing up wrath for the day of judgment and they're glorying in their shame and they have no They take pleasure in other people that do the same things they're doing, according to Romans 1. They've been turned over to a reprobate mind. Their consciences are seared with a hot iron. All of these are biblical terms I'm using. Going forward, it says, now I will ask you, do you still think it's impossible that at some point, very soon, the leftists who run all these boards and organizations won't reclassify pedophilia as well? And I just, I like to call it child molestation. Yeah, they're going to reclassify child molestation as a, as a, as a sexual orientation, that's valid. The Bible says in Isaiah 5:20, "Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil." Now that's what goes on every time you turn on the news, because the news lies to you continually, essentially. And um, they call good evil and evil good. Now we will show you just how close we are to becoming to that becoming a reality. Below you will find three things. I would like to pay you close attention to first on our list are links to articles that we have done over the past 10 years, showing you the incredible push to normalize pedophilia. And I'll read those. Second, we draw your attention to the main article below from the college student named Alex Mazzara people. This is real. This is happening. If you stay silent and do nothing, and I am talking to the Christian church, the normalization of pedophilia will become reality. Now the reports that he's in referencing that this particular website, um, nowtheendbegins.com, here's just some of the headlines that they're in reference to. Pedophiles are now calling themselves minor attracted persons. They're calling themselves maps. Minor attracted, in other words, they're attracted to minors. This is their way that they're they're trying to justify it and get on the whole. It's just a sexual orientation thing bandwagon and they want inclusion in the, in the lgbtq movement they want it to be LGBTQP, meaning pedophile and i would imagine you know they're probably going to get it satan's been jockeying for this for a long time next report new york times thanksgiving story normalizes pre-teen boys wearing pro-pedophilia eye makeup the next report they put out, liberals are pressuring hard to make pedophilia legal in preparation of Sharia law in America. Another one, love has no age. The push to normalize pedophilia and place it under the LGBTQ umbrella increases with child love Snapchat filters and pedophilia performance art. The next one, did you know that Medicaid in New York pays for erectile dysfunction medication for convicted sex offenders and serial child molesters yeah they pay for they pray pay for ed medication for these sick devils well that's money what satanically well spent from a satanic standpoint yeah absolutely i can understand why they do that and again how could god not judge this you know from the from red state uh, the the uh, news source red state not long ago the sexualization of children continued with the push for child drag queens in a video that sexualized young boys young boys in drag would go on to appear in photos next to naked men and there's all links to this stuff i don't advise you click on i mean i'm hopefully it's not like anyway um which were openly passed around twitter with zero reaction from the networks in other words you know it's fine Young boys would appear in photos next to naked men. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take those links out of here. I don't, I don't need to have them in this. I mean, this is from a Christian website. Hopefully, they've done their homework. But I don't know. Sometimes I see stuff and pictures on Christian videos and websites, and I'm like, oh man, why are you putting that out? It's like really, really, really sexual, provocative of women or things of this nature. And it's like, yeah, the Bible says I'll set no wicked thing before my eyes. And not to be a stumbling block before my brother, that type of stuff. You got to be, be really careful what you're putting out there. Anyway, um, uh, let's see. The sexualization of children is well underway and now they're trying to teach it in colleges. According to a tweet by Alex Mazzara, a student at San, in San Diego... The topic of pedophilia as a sexual orientation was brought up. According to Mazara, his class began discussing this as a topic after they were put through watching a 8-minute video from Vice News that featured a showcasing of self-identified pedophiles. Now, Vice is always typically has a very, very, very extremely liberal bent to it. And more of a demonization of conservatives and Christians and a very, very liberal bent meaning they're going to try to, um, whatever they're, they're examining, like pedophiles, they're probably going to try to paint them in a very sympathetic light because vice is wicked. Well, I mean, think about it. Vice. What is vice? That's sin, essentially. Well, it's vice news. Well, what do you expect? Um, some people agree that it was a sexual orientation because they were born that way and can't help it. Um, others disagree because they feared that labeling pedophilia a sexual orientation would harm gays and lesbians because they would be on the same level he responded now let me i'll just address that real quick they they if they were born that way it's because they were demon infested the toenails at birth they 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 took on generational sins and curses from the family line and they were demon infested And that doesn't mean that they were born that way. It just means the demons in them that emanate and operate through that person from birth um, want to be fed. And those types of demons will start you out with a certain level of depravity and then try to progress you up through the ranks to get you to get into like just stuff like pedophilia and child molestation and things of this nature if they can do that. So now some, some of the times it may be that they were molested by a same-sex partner or even an opposite-sex partner at an early age. That's another main reason that children get demon-infested with these things and then they become just like their, their, um, the people that raped them, whether it was a family member or whoever. It's a well-known fact. I mean, even statistically, gays and lesbians and these types of people admit that. So it's something that is, has nothing to do with being born that way. It has to do with demonic infestation. And I rarely even ever hear Christian ministries addressing that component. Because that is the main component. That is the 800-pound gorilla in the room. They're full of devils and demons. Where those devils and demons came in, I don't know. But it's, it's either generational or it's through some type of sexual thing at an early age. Or being exposed to something at an early age. That's guaranteed. But that's never ever mentioned. No, that it's it's that no, what they'll do is they'll say, no, we don't want to be prejudicial. They can't help their child molester. We're gonna create a sexual orientation to placate these devils so they can keep on molesting children and it be all legal-like. That's what they're doing. Because they're probably child molesters themselves, and they want a whole bunch of buddies because, you know, misery loves company, and birds of a feather flock together. So course come one come all they want you know the more the merrier it's romans one just read romans one the, the second half of it so um this is unbelievable Mazzara also tweeted that his tweet attracted the anger of a lot of child molesters who had been dominating his mentions since the tweet went out i don't know if you know what that means but anyway um because i'm not on twitter or anything like that I, i've had out I've had out and proud child molesters, he says pedophiles, in my mentions for two days now. They are entire communities of these people who promote their filth publicly. See, it's only this, this, this vocal minority of, of um, well, it's always that way. I mean, the gays, the lesbians, they're not a large percentage of, of the population, although I do believe it's getting larger, um, as society becomes more demon-infested. But they're this, they're this highly, highly vocal, proactive, put-their-money-where-their-mouth-is group that wants to impose their satanic agenda on all the rest of humanity. And they're going to make more noise than you are. And they've got more people connected in high places that are sympathetic to their cause because they themselves are closet child molesters, like the, the senators and the governors and the, and the congressmen and the, and the politicians at high levels that infest the swamp. Trump's one of them. You know, like I said, paid off six different families. Three three little boys, three little girls he molested. It's a big reason he had to declare all those bankruptcies. Wade Madsen reported on it. I've never seen anybody pick it up, but Wade Madsen documented it all. That's just one of the many things. He was Jeffrey Epstein's wingman, and they were molesting girls. Well known, first hand eyewitness accounts. He was recruiting them straight from Mar Lago. <laughs> I mean, you know, so easy to find this stuff out. So he's one of them, too. So, oh, no, he's a man of God with a mandate and a mantle. And he's going to, according to Mark Taylor and Jeffrey Kahn job, he's going to restore America to its former greatness and we're going to become a Christian nation again. Huh. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how God typically works. He'll take a child molester and turn him into a total man of God and going to, you know, boldly bring us into the, a new Christian age. Christians are probably going to think that um, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Is when the Antichrist, the false prophet, take power. A lot of Christians are going to think it's it's God or something. I think that's where this is all jockeying toward. I mean, the Catholic Church is sure going to point everybody that way. All their adherents, they're going to point everybody. Oh, the Antichrist, the false prophet. Or, this is Jesus Christ, and all the Ascended Masters. Here's Jesus Christ right here. Same. He looks the same as in all the pictures, right? Yeah. Yeah. His name's Sananda Esau Emmanuel. They call him Master Jesus. He's one of the Ascended Masters. He's one of the many. But he's the one that you know. He's gonna tell you how wrong you all got it, all you Christians got it. How you warped his religion. Okay, like, yeah, but don't worry. He'll he'll lead you down the right path. I don't know. I mean, if you if you check my last my my studies from the past, you just can't master Jesus. And I ain't the Jesus of the Bible. <laughs> okay, that's just one of the potential scenarios. I, again, and I'm not dogmatic about all of that. I just feel like, well, yeah, that's. What I've been saying for years, and it just seems to me that the Christian church is so primed and set up. They're already so deceived about Trump by itself. They're already so deceived about people like Joel Osteen and Benny Hinn and Creflo Gimme a Dollar and the church at large and the 501c3 church being yoked up with the state. And they're ultimately all going to get on the same New World Order. The Catholics are totally deceived and deluded. There are, you know, they're going to baptize aliens and our space brethren and (laughs) all these outrageous statements they've made. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I do, but I've been saying all of this stuff for years, and it just seems like we keep moving in that same direction. It's a gigantic topic because it's it's so multifaceted. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say I've I've had out and proud pedophiles. In my mansion for two days now, there are entire communities of these people who promote their filth publicly. Sadly, I predict this is going to go mainstream within the next year, 10 years, said Mazara. Oh, it's probably 10 years is being kind. The frightening thing is, is that I predict the same. Now, this is going back to the author of this report. With the mainstream media and the colleges now attempting to push pedophilia as a sexual orientation, I imagine it won't be long until people... Um, begin to openly declare themselves pedophiles and their community becomes defended as part of an LGBT community. Yes, they're going to be openly defended, just like all the pedophiles in Islam, like all the wicked evil people in the LGBTQ. Now you're going to add pedophilia in there. They're going to be included in this protected status because most of the people in high-level politicians are that anyway, are child molesters. So that's going to be very, very near and dear. They've been waiting for that one for a long, long time. Yeah, a lot of them may be gay and lesbian as well but the the pedophilia is the one that's really most near and dear to satan's heart so i I got a feeling and that's where we're no i know that's where we're moving on all this i've been talking about this for years what is being overlooked is that our children will become more in danger than they ever were pedophilia is not a sexual orientation it's a predatory sickness normalizing it is to normalize rape and abuse yeah absolutely now i'm going to try to get this video in right here um, before i run out of time here and it's called european royal families and many other elites have been hunting children and adults for sport for a long time now this isn't one where i can say well you know um here's my here's cbs news report document i've talked about this a ton kathy o'brien's reported on this in her books when dick cheney would 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 take her and other people out and they would play that sport called a most dangerous game where they would strip you down naked and, and turn you out into their into their big game reserve and come hunt you with rifles now granted sometimes they kill you and sometimes they don't kathy o'brien was never killed but they'll still do it and traumatize you and act like they're going to kill you or when they get you then they'll rape you when they find you so you don't always get killed it just depends kathy o'brien was a very important mk ultra mind control sex slave She had a lot of value they weren't just going to arbitrarily kill her until she had got to her quote expiration date when you know maybe the looks aren't as good as they 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 want them to be and she's not quite as whatever i'm not saying that i'm saying that's what they say when you turn a certain age then they're like okay well now we'll just use you as a human sacrifice that's what she absolutely documented over and over in her book and she's not the only one there's been a lot of people that have talked about this subject for a long time. People that have escaped this or come out of this or have been deprogrammed. So this isn't something that just one person is saying. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and play this because, again, it goes with the whole pedophilia thing. If we believe that these wicked people at the top are these sick, twisted devils that are Luciferians, well, this is what Satan requires of them. And they like doing it anyway. So I'm not going to not report on this.
2: David Zublick here with Truth Unsealed, where you'll learn what they don't want you to know. We have breaking news. You may have heard... Uh, I'm sorry about the
0: poor audio quality. I I have nothing I can do about that. That's on his end.
2: Or seen in the tabloids that the royal family in Great Britain is in a state of turmoil right now. Uh, The most recent indications are that Prince Harry and his wife Meghan Markle are considering a move to Canada from the UK due to uh, a number of different things that are being stated in the mainstream press, namely that Harry has a royal battle going on with the press in Great Britain over the treatment of his wife Meghan and the tabloids and a number of different other things. But there's more to the story than what is being reported in the mainstream media here in the U.S. and in the Great uh, Britain uh, tabloids as well. Because what's happening here is that the royal family is in a state of of upheaval over the light being shown upon them over their part in this huge child. Predator sexual scandal known as Pizzagate or Pedogate, the Pizzagate pedophile child sex trafficking scandal. Uh, we have, of course, uh, Prince Andrew being implicated uh, in the Jeffrey Epstein aspect of the scandal, being uh, implicated in visiting uh, Pedo Island on the Lolita Express many times, having stayed with Jeffrey Epstein having uh, had sex with underage girls apparently there is some indication that other members of the royal family including Prince Harry and Meghan Markle may be involved in another aspect of the Pizzagate pedophile child sex trafficking scandal and that of course is the human hunting parties that the royals conduct uh, that the European Royals conduct every year now if you haven't heard about this we reported on it a couple of years ago and it's still going on right now it is still being investigated right now but what's apparently happening here is that the the royal family the European Royals not just uh, you know uh, the 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 UK royals that you're familiar with uh, you, know, you know Prince Andrew and and, uh, and the Queen and all that sort of thing but other members of the European royal families are involved together in what are known as human hunting parties in which teens and children are stripped naked and then hunted down like animals sexually molested and killed and their sex organs are then put on display like trophies Now, we had uh, put together an entire report on the European Royals, which is part of a series of reports known as the Bundle Plus, which...
0: Now, I'm sorry, I should have warned you, and you probably picked up that this is, this is like mature content, okay, Um, you know, I don't believe there's any cussing involved, but just very... But again, is, is it better as a Christian to just not know about this so you never pray against it? Or is it better to be aware of it? Because this is going on. This has been going on for probably thousands of years. You know, on uh, in one way, shape, or form, Babylonian mystery religions and, and these types of things. This type of stuff has been going on. And the demons that infest these people, the elite hierarchy. I mean, those are the highest level demons and there's no level of depravity they're not going to um, shy away from, essentially.
2: Put out regularly and make available to our viewers and you can get a hold of that report, but just to give you an idea of what's happening here with these human hunting parties and how sick and depraved this is, We're going to kind of revisit what this is all about because many of you may have just begun tuning in to our video channels and getting our reports. And in case you haven't heard about it, this is one of the most horrific aspects of the child sex trafficking trade and human depravity going on not only here in the United States but around the world. And Meghan Markle and her husband Prince Harry may be considering a move to Canada to kind of distance themselves from what's going on and perhaps even prevent themselves from being caught up in the legal battles which could present both civil and criminal charges against royalty in the u.k hold on to your hat folks it's about to get really strange the truth is about to be unsealed Five international judges are examining evidence of child rape, torture, murder, and kidnapping allegedly done by global elite members of the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult
0: Network. Which is comprised of the CIA, the Rothschilds that own P. and Trump, the Vatican, Queen Elizabeth, and other royals, primarily at least, and the the 13 families of the Illuminati, I'm sure.
2: Regular Ninth Circle child sacrifices were said to take place in the catacombs of Catholic cathedrals, the Vatican, on private estates and groves, and government military bases in Belgium, Holland, Spain, Australia, Ireland... France, England, and the U.S. At least 34 child mass grave sites were identified in Ireland, Spain, and Canada and refused excavation by the respective governments, the Crown of England, and the Catholic Church. Named as present in Ninth Circle activities were Pope Francis, former Pope Ratzinger, Anglican, United Church of Canada, and Catholic Church officials, including cardinals, members of European royalty, including Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, officials of the Canadian, Australian, UK, and U.S. military and governments, including the USA's CIA, plus prominent government ministers, judges, politicians, and businessmen from the US, Belgium, Holland, Canada, Australia, France, Ireland, and the UK. Teens were drugged, stripped naked, raped, hunted down in the woods, and killed by European royals, according to eyewitnesses to testify before the International Common Law Court of Justice in Brussels. One woman was the fourth eyewitness to give accounts about these human hunting parties of the global elite Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice cult network. A former member of the Netherlands criminal drug syndicate known as Octopus testified that victims were obtained for these human hunting parties from juvenile detention centers in Belgium and Holland. One woman stated, quote, "In 2004, I was an involuntary witness to torture, rape, and murder sessions of drugged children performed for a group of high-ranked people of the Netherlands. I was taken to a hunting party in Belgium close to Brussels where I saw two boys and a girl, ages 14 to 16, hunted and killed by global elites." The human hunting party was heavily guarded by the Netherlands' Royal Guards. I was told that King Albert of Belgium was present. Four eyewitnesses confirmed that as children and youths, they were forced to attend human hunting parties where they and other children were raped, with some killed, and deceased boys' penises were cut off. Allegedly, there was a Dutch countryside palace where boys' penises were displayed like trophies on a wall. Some hunting parties were hosted on the grounds of Netherlands at Queen Beatrix's palace. Dutch therapist Tuis Nijidwies claimed that as a four-year-old she was forced to witness murders of children that involved former Pope Ratzinger, a Dutch Catholic cardinal, plus the father of Netherlands Queen Beatrix and Bilderberger founder, Dutch Crown Prince Elfrink Bernard. Quote, I saw the former Pope Joseph Ratzinger murder a little girl. One witness confirmed this. It was a French chateau in the fall of 1987. It was ugly, horrible, and didn't happen just once. Ratzinger and Bernard were some of the more prominent men who took part. In Ireland, Spain, and Canada, 34. I've
0: heard so many reports like this about Ratzinger and these popes, and that's the reason that they get to these levels. They've got to kill multiple, multiple children to ever even be considered for pope. The cardinals are pretty much the same way. It it all depends on how sold out to Satan you are. And again, that's why this this that's why this ministry exists in large part is to, is to expose this type of wickedness so that Christians can pray against it.
2: Child mass grave sites were discovered and appeared linked to Ninth Circle activities. The largest was the Mohawk Indian Residential School in Brantford, Ontario, where child remains were identified in 2008 before the Catholic Church, Canadian government and English Crown shut down the dig by professional archaeologists. The 2013 ICLCJ court had found Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip guilty for the October 10, 1964 disappearance of 10 native children from the Catholic Residential School in Kamloops, British Columbia. In the first two weeks of the 2014 Court witnesses identified Dutch and Belgium royal participants in the rape and killing of Mohawk children and newborns. Named were Bernard and King Hendrik, consort to Queen Wilhelmina of Holland. Alleged to be present during the human hunting parties were the late Prince John Friso and his wife Mabel Weiss-Smith, former ministers, the top man of the Dutch army, the Undersecretary of the Rod Van State in the Netherlands, the Viceroy next to Queen Beatrix and other global business and political leaders, including some, from the US. One eyewitness said, "Surely the present King Wilhelm Alexander and Prince Philip and their wives know about this abuse and murder of children. They do nothing about it and are likely the ones to stop investigations and prosecutions. In January 2014, the brother of the King of Holland, Prince John Frizo, passed away in a coma after these three Dutch language websites reached the Internet. The websites revealed that Friso was at the human hunting and killing parties. An eyewitness said the story came on the Internet after years of trying to move the Policy and Justice Department in the Netherlands to act against the criminals. Nobody did anything to stop these criminals, probably because Queen Beatrix and King Albert likely interfered with the investigations. Human hunting parties were said to take place on the grounds of Belgium Queen Beatrix's palace in the Netherlands. Two witnesses have named former Pope Joseph Ratzinger and Queen Beatrix's father, The deceased Prince Alfred Bernard is being present at child sacrifices. Both were said to be Nazi sympathizers. The ICLCJ court received a collection of Jesuit archival records about a child sacrificial cult known as the Knights of Darkness. In 1933, the Knights were established by the Catholic Jesuits and Nazi Waffen SS Division. The records showed Ratzinger was identified as a member of the Knights while working as an SS chaplain's assistant at the Ravensbrück concentration camp in Germany. <laughs> the records also stated that Ratzinger participated in child sacrificial rights using kidnapped children from the camps or political prisoners. Another court document called the Magisterial Privilege indicated child sacrifice was a Regular occurrence at the Vatican. At the tender age of twelve, Zvali of San Diego County, California, yes. claimed she She's was. She's
0: another one that's been out for years, like um, so many others that have that have escaped this, and um, you know, just come off as 100% credible. Uh, particularly, it's the women that typically escape, and and you know, Kathy O'Brien and bryce harper and Svalley and the others i mean you know they, they're all saying essentially the same stuff they've just had different handlers you know and and this is what they do this is how luciferians
2: practice their religion brought to catacombs beneath the vatican to witness the sacrifice of a three-year-old drugged boy Recently, an Irish police investigator reported to the ICLCJ court that the close to 800 babies buried in a Catholic nun's septic tank were dismembered, decapitated, and in bits and pieces, signs that they could have been murdered in satanic child sacrificial rites. In recent months, the ICLCJ court has heard these heart-wrenching testimonies about the rape, torture, and murder of children as recently as 2010, by Catholic leaders, European royal family members, and other global elites. Murder sites of the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice cult were said to be in the catacombs of Catholic cathedrals, including the Vatican, and on private estates, military establishments, and groves in Belgium, Holland, Spain, Australia, France, England, and the U.S., The ICLCJ court has been overwhelmed with newly discovered evidence and a number of new witnesses coming forward to testify about the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult activities. They have uncovered Ninth Circle Satanic Child member possible involvement in international child sacrifice, kidnapping, exploitation, and drug rings. The five international judges and 27 jury members are expected to remain in session for at least another year due to the complexity of the cases. Amnesty has been offered to citizens or employees... And he's putting up all the supporting documents in the background of this
0: video. Just, It's not like you're seeing a blank screen. He's All of this is
2: things you can vet and check out more if you'd like. The Vatican, the Crown of England churches or governments willing to give sworn testimony or evidence that leads to the prosecution of these global elites suspected of committing crimes. Rewards of up to 10,000 euros or around 13,660 US dollars was available through the ICLCJ court. The ICLCJ court had over 450 common law peace officers in 13 countries with 51 local chartered groups operating. Local organizing funds were available for common law groups that applied through the international tribunal into crimes of church and state.
0: Okay. So we have that. Um, I'm going to end part three here because I'm just about up on time and we will go to part four next.